This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Middle show of the work week, dead center of the work week right now. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. I don't know why I said 10 days. Sometimes on the hump show when I'm tired and it generally hits me more on this middle show of the work week for some reason, maybe coming out of the football weekend, which is is so chaotic. Um, and I didn't sleep well on Tuesday. I actually had to empty my shed, I'm getting a new shed installed because of dead squirrels. Well, okay, that's part of the reason. My shed is not winterproof. And every year since I bought the house, I open up the door in the spring and there are squirrel nests, but also debris everywhere. I've told this story before, but it just really underscores the point. Last fall, so going back to fall of 22, I had I bought a one of those fertilizer spreaders, so just a handheld that you push around the yard, and I put it back in its box and put it in my shed and, you know, kind of closed the box up for the winter, not completely, but kind of closed it up. I open up the shed in March for the first time. There's no box. The box is gone. The spreader is sitting there on a small piece of cardboard, but the box is gone. Squirrels and other animals mostly squirrels, shredded it. The spreader was sitting on a shredded piece of cardboard. And my entire shed is littered with pieces of cardboard. It was just awful. That wasn't the worst part, though. Again, because my my shed, it's old. It, it came with the house. I, I didn't install it. And so who knows how long it's been there. Um, in May, I opened up the door to the shed now, I didn't go in and clean it. I cleaned out the cardboard, but I didn't take out the squirrel nest. I actually didn't see it. It was back in the back behind my tool stand. And so when May rolls around, I opened up the shed to get my lawnmower out and realized there were dead squirrels in the back. It's actually fortunate. Yeah, that was about what I started doing. It was fortunate that I saw them. It just happened to be the angle of the light was shining it back in the back corner on, you know, behind the tool stand. Because it could have been weeks before I saw them because they were back there buried behind tools and then the tool stand. And then I have, you know, different crates and other things that are stacked up in front of it to make sure the tool stand doesn't fall over. And so I, I guess I was fortunate quote unquote, to see it and had to haul everything out of the shed on that side so I could clean out dead squirrels. They were they were in rigor, 
meaning they just, they, yeah, they weren't, uh, they were just stretched out straight. Like, it, like they, they were unmalleable. Not that I wanted to touch them or anything, but they were, they were bored straight and just like uncomfortable. Yeah, it was awful. I think a couple of their toes came off when I, it was just, it was oh terrible. My gosh. Yeah, no, it was, it was really bad. Um, and so that was one of the most traumatic experiences in my entire life. I'm not kidding. Okay, it was, I was almost in tears. Add that to the list of things I never thought I'd do in my life is clean dead squirrels out of a shed. And Bob is on the phone beforehand like, I'm sorry, babe. I wish I could do it. Like, and I was very kind of him. But finally I was like, that's not helping. <laughs> anyway, so poor guy. I was so traumatized. So all that to say, I'm not going through another winter with a shed that is not squirrel proof and not winter proof. Cause I just, I can't deal. But in order to get the new one, I have to empty the old one. Now, thankfully I had mostly cleaned it out in May because of the dead squirrels. So it, it wasn't terrible on Tuesday afternoon, but I had to wake up early. We only have so much daylight now and to wake up early and I had to get out there and clean the shed um, and because it was stressing me out, I woke up earlier than I, than I needed to. Anyway, it's just, it's a welcome to my world. Some of you want to know about a day in the life. It's funny. Whenever I teach a class or speak to a college class, usually the professor whose class it, it is, he will ask me, what's a day like in your world? Because of your show and your prep and your upside down and all that jazz. And so I, I talk about this a lot unfortunately this time of the year you if you sleep until four o'clock in the afternoon which for me would be roughly eight hours uh I, it's dark when I wake up and so I'm walking penny in the dark and I can't work out blah 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 but more to the point I had to wake up and clean the shed it was stressing me out because I was worried about what I would find in there no more dead squirrels uh, but everything is now other than a few big pieces, the shed's not getting removed until Thursday. So my lawnmower's still in the shed. My my bike is still in the shed. But otherwise, everything is under a tarp on my patio, which makes me look great. Like just <laughs> thankfully nobody can see the patio because it's behind a fence, but still, I I'm, I'm not one of those kind of people that loves stuff all over a all over a yard. I try to keep my my yard neat and and fairly manicured, but that all bets are off. Now here's the scary part, Jay. A company is coming or a man is coming with a crew to remove the shed. So they're going to break it up and haul it out. I think it might be on some cinder blocks, but I'm not really sure. But I can see a couple cinder blocks. In order to make room for the new shed or to prepare the ground for the new shed, I have to hire a landscaper to smooth the ground. Because I have a rake and all, but I just don't think that's going to work. What do you think is under the shed? I'm oh. so nervous about what's under the shed. Now, I don't think there are any dead animals because I don't smell anything, right? So you would eventually smell something if there were dead animals under there. But I know that there are woodchucks under there, or they were. I haven't seen them in months because Penny's been using the backyard. Instead of going for a walk now when we first wake up, I just let her out in the backyard. And I've heard that if a dog pees in a backyard or a cat pees in a backyard, then it scares off wild animals because they're worried about predators like dog and cat which is kind of funny because the woodchucks are bigger than my cat, <laughs> but I haven't seen them in months. And so I do think that that's part of the issue is that Penny's been in the backyard, but I don't know what I'm going to find under there. What if it's just a, a royal disaster? Well, 
I mean, at least I'm not removing the shed, but I don't know what he does after he removes the shed, if he takes the cinder blocks or whatever else. I just, I'm, why is this stressing me out so much? What if there's things under there? Not like a dead body, mm-hmm. but what if there's, I don't know, what's under a shed? It like could treasure? be. treasure? No, I mean like bugs. That's probably, well, you said there's no way of knowing when the shed was built or has been, oh, no. been well, there, right? It, the door is falling off and it's very weathered. So I would say it's, it's at least 20 years old. I mean, there are boards that are falling, falling off of it. It's old. So I would say at least 20, if not older. And do we know if there's grass under there or is it? I have no, no idea, idea what's under there. All I know is that it's built up a little bit. There's a little path that leads up to it. So when I put my lawnmower into it, I have to roll it up the ramp. And, and there are, I can see a few cinder blocks. That's all I know. It, it could very well just, it, yeah, I have no idea. It could be just dirt. But what if there's, bugs well i think if it is dirt and it is grass then you would have a really rich ecosystem there under the under the shed because it has been untouched for so long Mm -hmm. there's been no other than woodchucks other than woodchucks (laughs) i don't know what they do under there they might might help it they dig things they dig which might make the soil more fertile because they're oh good point because they're keeping it tilled exactly so it's got oh i don't know jay's a former landscaper i've done some some yard work in my day no, you, t- you told me that you work for, where'd you work at the marina? Oh, right. oh yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, true. I did use CFA to do that. But um, I don't know if it would need sunlight, though, or the bugs probably wouldn't want the sunlight, right? Like worms. I figured there's going to be a lot of oh, worms, no. a lot of roly polies, a lot any of worms. No worms. crickets. No. Oh, no. Spiders. We're no, looking at. stop it. You are freaking me out. Oh, my gosh. But it, that is technically a good thing for the lawn. means it's healthy. means Ugh. it's thriving. Okay. And I think under there is just probably going to be a lot of okay. a lot of animals, a lot of bugs. Okay. Unless it's concrete, then it'll probably just be wet. Okay, I'm staying inside. I'm staying. No, it's not concrete. I know there's dirt under there. I just think there are a few cinder blocks as well because I can see a couple of them in front. But maybe they're just in front because their ground does slant a little bit. So I actually have to bring in a landscaper to level it out for the new shed. The new shed's going to be on a steel base. It is weatherproof. It's wood, but it's treated wood and it's weatherproof. And it's got shingles and all that stuff. That'd be nice. And yeah, and so it's it, but it's on a steel base so that it can sit on gravel, it can sit on dirt, but it's not no nothing will be able to climb underneath it. It's going to settle and it's heavy, so it's going to settle on the ground. So that's great news, but I, it has to be level. So I have to bring in someone to level it. So we the squirrels going back to the squirrels in the mm-hmm. shed. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. definitely didn't get in mm-hmm. from under, or we don't know that. No, they could have got, gotten in a variety of ways. The, okay. They could have gotten in under the eaves because it wasn't weatherproof under the roof. They could have gotten in just by the holes uh, in the back. I mean, there are all kinds of ways they could have gotten in. It w- There were gaps in the wood. So it, it was just a shed to cover things. It wasn't like climate controlled, I mean, nothing like that. It, it Yeah. It wasn't made for that. I mean, plants grew into it. So from the back, and before I realized it, there was this ginormous weed. The first year that I had the the house in the shed, I I opened up the shed and there's a plant growing inside of it. But it literally grew from behind the shed through the holes and was growing inside my shed. No joke, I had to clear a tree out of my shed. (sighs) Wow, so I'm definitely thinking that there's uh, grass and dirt under there and Uh, bugs. Okay, but that you're saying that's a... A good thing. Yeah, for your it's lawn. Because it's healthy soil. Right, for your lawn and for your soil and for your oh, backyard. Yeah, okay. it is a good thing. It's okay. nasty, but it's good. Okay. Yeah, this is going to be... I'm I'm staying inside where no nothing can hurt me. Yeah, you can let that guy... I'm going to look out the window. 
<laughs> wave. I hope he doesn't ask me for help because, no, I'm paying you to do it. So, yes, phase one emptied out the shed. Phase two, the shed will be removed on Thursday. Phase three, landscaper comes to smooth the ground and build it up with some dirt. Phase four, new shed is installed. All of this, mind you, before I get married. What in the heck am I doing? <laughs> just the dead squirrels threw me for a loop, as you can imagine. No more dead squirrels. It's just, it's all, it's my only goal in life. No more dead squirrels. Two in one, especially in one time, isn't <laughs> They were a matched pair. They were. Oh, That's just, kind of poetic, actually. Maybe they Romeo were like and Juliet. Right. They were Romeo and Juliet. They, they, took, they took poison so that they could avoid uh, not living their the rest of their eternities out together. We could think that, and that's kind of. Oh, no, that's that's definitely what happened. Uh, they were a mated pair. I mean, we, otherwise they wouldn't have been sharing a nest. True. True. Okay, it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. That was all very traumatic, and it's going to get worse, so I'm going to have to deliver some stories as we go along. To, I have to take a picture of what's under the shed. That's the part is because the landscaper needs to see it. Oh, my gosh. Can I take a picture from, like, up on my roof or, like, my second floor so I'm not anywhere near it? Yeah, it I can. zooms, right? I can. It does. It zooms. Got a good camera on my Galaxy phone. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, After Hours CBS, or my Twitter, A Law Radio. I warn you, though, I am weird. Uh, we're asking you to vote for TD of the Week. Send your questions for Ask Amy Anything, which is roughly, oh, th- we'll call it 30 minutes away. Uh, and so you've still got a few minutes to go. Also, send your last minute guesses for the After Hours Zoom Room. You just need to submit a number between one and a thousand. I will tell you, in the last hour, we've seen some darn close guesses, some really close guesses. So that's good news. You guys are on it. You're on it. Our phone number, 855 212 4227, though Jay only lets you on the air if you're not an idiot. <laughs> just a pretty standard qualification. <laughs> pretty fair i don't know it's pretty fair don't try to hijack the show hey in college football we're going to talk to jerry palm coming up next hour in college football we've got a new number one now remember these rankings are for conversation purposes these rankings are reset week to week they do not carry over the college football playoff committee starts from scratch theoretically, every single week. And according to Boo Corrigan, who is the chairman of the college football playoff committee, Georgia is now a clear number one. The win last week over Missouri, and then, you know, the uh, Mississippi game is tied 14-all. They go on a 38-3 to run and kind of showed their dominance both on offense and on defense against a really strong uh, Mississippi offense. So, you, you know, in looking at it, uh, in the resume and everything combined, we thought Georgia was the number one team this week. Boo Corrigan refers to the two-time defending champion Dogs. This is Ugga's team. And they're coming off victories over not just Ole Miss, but also Missouri. Two teams in the top 13, at least right now. But because Georgia didn't have a bunch of quality wins, that's what kept them in the second spot as opposed to number one, which is where they are now. And they've got another ranked opponent coming up on the road when they take on Tennessee, uh, the Volunteers in Knoxville. Ohio State drops the number two, so flipping spots with Georgia. Pretty standard. You could expect that. Michigan is number three, then Florida State and Washington. Now, all of these teams are 10-0. Okay, so your top five are all still undefeated. But why, boo? My boo. Oh, my boo. Why is Florida State four and Washington State five? 
Florida State, really good offensively, has been really good defensively. You know, don't, don't undersell the, the Miami-Florida State rivalry as well, and that's been going on for years. Miami hit a big play um, for that touchdown in the second half, but we felt Florida State was the dominant team in there, and Washington continues to win. Uh, really good defensive uh, second half against Utah, but as we looked at it and evaluated it, and, you know, as y'all can appreciate, the debate is getting stronger every week as we get more and more data points going through this, but we ended up with Florida State at floor and uh, Washington in five. Yeah, forgive me. I said Washington State for some reason. It's Washington. Uh, it's the Huskies, so I'm sorry about that. So it's Florida State four, Washington five, and then you've got a handful of nine and one teams. So those are the ones that we'll talk about a little bit with Jerry Palm of CBS when he joins us next hour because you've got, for instance, Texas, Alabama, Oregon, Louisville. These teams are all nine and one on our poise just in case something happens. But we've got conference championships still to come. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Just one more, and these are from the interview that Boo Corrigan did on ESPN following the selection reveal, how much does it matter that teams are undefeated, right? Because think about Alabama. Its loss came to Texas, a team that's right now number seven. So how much does it matter that a team is undefeated, and how much of a consideration is strength of schedule? As we're building this, right, in in week 11, we're going to look at everything that's, that's happened to date, where they're playing, um, et cetera, but, you know, that winning matters. You know, we talk about it every year as we go into this, that winning games matters. Um, a lot of really good teams, you know, the top eight didn't change uh, as far as the actual teams in there. There was just a little bit of shifting, and the head-to-head does matter. Boo Corrigan on ESPN uh, answering some of the questions posed to him about the latest round of college football playoff rankings, but these are not the ones that matter. Uh, they are supposed to be resetting every week and starting fresh with resumes and looking at them. Uh, so we'll talk to Jerry Palm about an hour from now and we'll get his opinion. And also Jerry knows the formulas. He actually does the math and does the formulas. Uh, and so he can kind of tell us some of the possibilities. So that'll be interesting. Straight ahead, we'll do some QB news. Uh, Sean McDermott weighing in on Josh Allen and what he could do differently. And the debate continues in New England. Same division, AFC East. What about Mac Jones? Now the Patriots are going into a bye, but Tom Brady weighs in on Bill Belichick. And then we've got a... Oh, I mean a scintillating matchup on Thursday night. Lamar Jackson, the Ravens, Joe Burrow, the Bengals, another, I hope it's a doozy that goes down to the wire in the AFC North. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Hurry back to throw, and it is. Is it lost? Oh, my goodness, it's lost. DeAndre Hopkins caught it. Back from under center, steps back, throws the fade. Cooper Cup's got it. Touchdown, L.A. Burrow back to throw, looking, firing deep for Chase in the end zone. Oh, He's yeah. got it. Yes. Touchdown, yes. Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Mahomes fires for the end zone, caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. And off to Heckler again. No, Herbert keeps it. End zone, touchdown. Herbert with his second of the day. Here's the snap. Josh going to keep it himself and run it again inside the five. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. Josh Allen, nine-yard touchdown run. The Bills respond and then some. It's time for QB News on After Hours. It's always time for QB News. Thanks so much for hanging out with us on The Hump Show. Sean McDermott makes a change to the voice that will call the plays for Josh Allen and the Bills. It's no longer Ken Dorsey. He's been fired instead. And actually, just so you remember, he was the quarterback's coach under Brian Dayball when Dayball was the OC. Dorsey was actually a candidate for the Panthers' head coaching job and pulled his name out of contention so he could stay with the Buffalo Bills. That Ken Dorsey got fired. Joe Brady, who, of course, worked with Joe Burrow at LSU, he's now the interim offensive coordinator. But what about Josh Allen? Where is he mentally as the turnovers mount and the offense scuffles? Probably not where we'd like him to be. Um, and that's that's natural based on some of the results that we've gotten this year, some of the results he's gotten, um, some of the turnovers in particular. and. Uh, but I'm confident that he'll find it. And, and I think, again, just some of the new energy around our offense, my hope is um, and my aim is that it'll, it'll create a little bit of confidence, clarity, and, and, and ability to anticipate it as opposed to, in some cases, react. And, um, and I think that's what a part of playing the quarterback position is all about. Yeah, I want him to make smarter decisions. He's a veteran quarterback. He's one of the best in the NFL. If he doesn't go all hog wild and turn into a gunslinger, now he can sling it, but you don't have to always be in a rush or always try to to make a 50-yard throw with every snap. If, if he cannot be in a rush and make smart decisions, this offense is still damn good. 19 touchdowns, but 11 interceptions, and that is tops in the NFL. Even more than one Mac Jones, whose Patriots lost in Frankfurt against the Colts. Part of the issue is that their offense is going nowhere fast, and Mac on the final 
possession for him, throws an interception on the goal line and promptly gets benched. So he was a guest on our Boston affiliate, WEEI, like he is every Tuesday morning. And they grilled him on about uh, a lack of confidence and whether or not that's a problem for him. My confidence comes from my discipline and all the things I've done throughout the years just to, you know, gain that. And, of course, at times, um, as an athlete, that's going to be challenged. But at the end of the day, I need to have confidence in myself. Um, that's like the root of the word, right? It's confidence. It's belief in yourself and others. So um, that's kind of what I, what I know about confidence. And that comes from putting the work in and being prepared. So I do both of those things and um, I need to continue to be confident. Is he going to start in week 12? That's a game against the Giants. Patriots on a bye week 11. No, we haven't talked about that. Um, really, just today we watched the game film and uh, kind of talked about the plans for the bye week. So we have practice tomorrow. So um, just see, see how it goes there. And, you know, the bye week's a great time to work on things that you can do better. So that's what I'm going to do. It's not just Mac Jones, who is there on WEEI in Boston, but it's also Bill Belichick under fire. And a lot of people thought he was going to get the boot from Bob Kraft after they lost in Frankfurt against the Colts. Bob even spoke to the team himself before the game to emphasize how important it was for them to get a win. Nothing like that has happened. They're heading into their bye. Bill Belichick, is the team still confident in him? That's another question. Uh, defensive lineman Dietrich Wise answers the question. I always told everybody that Bill's a great, great coach. Um, this is a, a tough season. We have we have a bad record, but, but, but we don't have a bad team. How about a thought on the quarterback who's really under a lot of fire in, in Mac? Yeah, we still believe in him. Um, like I say, right now there's a lot of tough things going on, but he's doing a fantastic job of handling all the questions that come his, his way. We as a team support him. We we're behind him and we'll continue to be behind him until the season's done. I do appreciate teammates speaking out. It's obviously not just Mac Jones. It's the same thing with Zach Wilson. Did you ever think Zach Wilson and Mac Jones would be in the same category? It's the same thing with Zach. Yes, they make awful mistakes at the worst possible times, but it's honestly not just them. There's no way you can ever boil it down to one guy. Now, can one great quarterback elevate a team beyond its talent level? Absolutely. Right now, both these teams are middling, and the quarterbacks are not doing anything to help. And Mac is frustrated. He's frustrated, and he wants to get better. Just don't know if he'll have the opportunity in game 12, or week 12, excuse me. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Some QB news here on CBS Sports Radio. What about Tom Brady, former Patriots, all-world quarterback, Super Bowl winner with Bill Belichick? What does he have to say about the struggles in New England? They're in a tough stretch, just not playing with their kind of confidence that you've always seen. You know, obviously Coach Belichick, you know, I don't think he's coaching any different now than the way he coached. When we were undefeated, you know, there's a lot of things that need to go right in order to win and succeed. And, you know, I think when you lose, the more I sit back and watch, you know, everyone wants to celebrate when you win as an organization. Everyone's responsible. And the same true, you know, everyone's responsible when you lose too. Everyone can't be on the bus when you win and be off the bus when you lose. And well, let's point the finger at one person. You know, when you look at losing, it's, the whole organization loses. The fan base loses. Everyone's in it together. You know, it's hard to get it right. And when you get it right, you should really appreciate it, especially in the NFL, because you're not in a situation where you're, you're, you're Floyd Mayweather and you're just better than everybody every time you take the fight to the ring. You're not like Tiger Woods. Every time you tee it up, you're better than your opponent. Now, the NFL's tough. 
is, you know, everything's trying to bring you back to eight and nine or nine and eight, you know, and it's hard and you just got to appreciate it when you win and you got to try to make the corrections when you lose. He didn't say you're not Tom Brady every time you step on the field, though, of course, he's listing a couple of others that he considers to be goats. That's from his podcast, Let's Go, where obviously Jim Gray's been asking about the situation with his former team. Coming up on Thursday Night Football, week 11. Are you kidding me? Uh, Against the Browns, the Ravens scuffled in the late stages. We know that Lamar Jackson threw a pick six. Greg Newsom returned it for a TD. And that was really where the whole, the the kind of tenor that let fourth quarter turned around. But John Harbaugh's not worried. I'm Lamar Jackson guy. You know, that's my guy. I believe in him. And I'll take him in every fourth quarter situation from here until until the end of until I'm done coaching. I'll tell you that. So proud of him, and uh, we'll roll with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, there's some responsibility here for the Ravens' defense as well uh, because they gave up touchdown to Elijah Moore and then turned around and had the pick six by Greg Newsom. So it's just a it was a bang bang within a minute there in the fourth quarter where everything changed so drastically and credit the Browns for what they did. They trailed by 14 with nine minutes to go. Ravens had this problem last year where they could not protect the lead. So is it going to be an issue now moving forward? Lamar Jackson is really excited, by the way, about the all black. We'll call them the color block unis, but they're all black. The Ravens will wear them for Thursday night football. Sexy. That's a sexy color. I like the color. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a big fan of Lamar's laugh. He's got the he's got a fun giggle, and he really does seem to have joy in life, joy in football. (laughs) And and every now and then you get him giggling. (laughs) So all black unis. Let's see if that scares the Cincinnati Bengals. Now this strikes me as I think about Josh Allen and his decision making and the turnovers. Joe Burrow threw two picks late in the Bengals' loss this past weekend to the Houston Texans. So what about knowing how to take the deep shots and when to take a big risk? Early in my career, I was, you know, making a lot of those plays. And then, uh, you know, you try to pick your spots to to make those. And, then, you know, there were spots that I had to uh, on Sunday. And, you know, a lot of times you don't. A lot of times you can just play in the structure of the offense and, you know, you're moving the ball well and, you know, taking advantage of what the defense is giving you. And sometimes the defense is playing well and you have to flip that switch and go into aggressive mode and try to make some plays. It's case-by-case basis is what Joe Burrow is saying. But veteran quarterbacks can recognize it. They can see it. They can understand the flow of the game. They're in the arena. That's really one of the ways that experience becomes an ally. And there's no shortcut to experience. Although C.J. Stroud, wow. He is head and shoulders above some of the veterans even right now. Joe Burrow and Josh Allen both have it, and they both need to use it. Finally, Dak Prescott, also a veteran. You heard Micah Parsons say that he is an MVP candidate. In fact, he said, Dak is my MVP. That's my quarterback without the Terrell Owens tears. Uh, But now you've got Jerry Jones, owner of the Cowboys, saying the same thing. He's put games at... uh are together here a series of games that uh, are the best of his career and in my view and uh, at the best of uh, right at the tops of any uh, that I've seen uh, uh, it's the fact that he's doing them back to back and it's the fact that uh, really of course his his play how he's impacting those games 
Jerry Jones, a weekly guest on our Dallas affiliate 105.3 The Fan with Sean and RJ. He also talked about Leighton Vander Esch, who's not a quarterback, and we'll get to that straight ahead. All right, and a couple of minutes left to send your questions for Ask Amy Anything. So you can put those on either our show Twitter, look for the bright orange shadow box. Also on our Facebook page, uh, you all continue to bombard us with new questions. And Jay's seeking candidates for the next video version of Ask Amy Walks Down the Aisle or Holiday Ask Amy Walks Down the Aisle. That'll come up in a couple of weeks. So This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Make sure you get all creative. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Time to ask Amy anything. Sort of. Hit me with your best shot. Fire away. Thanks so much for your questions every week for Ask Amy Anything. Some of you are still jumping into Ask Amy Walks Down the Aisle, which... We will do one more YouTube video before the blessed event. Let's hope it's a blessed event. It's actually just over a month away. Crazy enough. Yeah, Jay's head just jerked sideways. It is coming up fast now. Like as in careening down the road uh, on your bicycle or careening down the hill on your bicycle with no hands on your handlebars type of fast. But I'm excited. So lots of questions there, which we will answer in another video. You can find the first two editions of Ask Amy Walks Down the Aisle on our YouTube channel, which is named after the show. But producer Jay, he's been collecting more of your unique questions, and he's ready, aim, fire. We're going to start with some Thanksgiving themed here Ooh. because we will not be here for, do it for Thanksgiving next week. And we got a bunch of Thanksgiving questions. So that's where we're going. Okay. Mike, we'll start with this one from Mike. He wants to know with Thanksgiving on the horizon, what are a few things that you're most thankful for? Oh, goodness. Well, there's a million things I'm thankful for, uh, but certainly answered prayers. And even before I mentioned the fact that I've waited a long time to get married and, and God sent me the perfect match, the right partner. I will say I'm so grateful this morning that my friend John Kincaid is cancer-free. He just revealed that yesterday on his show on 97.5, The Fanatic in Philadelphia. 
He and I have been friends going back to our previous network. Uh, he was here on CBS Sports Radio for a couple years. Now he's in Philadelphia. And I am, I can't even tell you how overjoyed I am. I cried watching the video. He cried, of course. So praise the Lord. He is cancer free, which is amazing. Yes, I'm thankful for Bob. I'm thankful for the fact that we have a wedding before the end of the year. I'm thankful that all the wedding plans are falling into place extremely easily. I, I, that sounds maybe, Jay believes in jinxes, and so he thinks I probably shouldn't say that, but it's been smooth sailing uh, for the wedding. There's been no issues. My Some of my best friends in the world are coming. Unfortunately, not a lot of family members, uh, extended family, because it's in Texas and it's, it's hard for them to travel. So that makes me really sad, but I'm excited about the friends and the people who are making the effort to be there the, the weekend before Christmas. Uh, certainly thankful that my dog is still around. She is now three days away from being 14. I never thought I would say that about Penny, uh, but she is still doing great. Uh, also really grateful that our show is a companion and one that you still choose. It continues to grow. It continues to thrive. We're really excited about new people that find us every single week. We now have Chicago on a nightly basis. AM 670, the score. Thanks to Mitch Rosen, who's the program director. So much to be thankful for. Health, of course, and uh, just a, another holiday season coming up that makes me happy. All amazing things. <laughs> and, of course, we got to ask this one. Another Mike wants to know, what's your most favorite Thanksgiving food and what's your least favorite Thanksgiving food? Oh, gosh, food? this is so hard because I Thanksgiving meal overall is my favorite of the entire year. I'm not joking. So I will say that the mashed potatoes with the butter and the gravy boat in the middle, brown gravy boat in the middle are probably my favorite. But I do love turkey. I love turkey breast with gravy. I am psyched. Although... Bob and I are making a turkey for the first time, so I don't know how that's going to go. Maybe we should have some standby, like a, a rotisserie chicken on standby. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we're we're doing Thanksgiving meal. But I'll say the mashed potatoes, the turkey. I love the stuffing. I love pumpkin pie. I'm going to do an apple crisp in the crock pot again. So yeah, it's one of my favorite meals. My least favorite dish, though, I, I'm not a big fan of the green bean casserole. It's just, it's not my favorite with the, the French onion on top. I'm not a big fan of that. Um, and I don't love cranberry sauce unless it's my brother's homemade sauce, which comes from my maternal grandmother's recipe. Unfortunately, I won't have any this year because I'm not going to see them at Thanksgiving, but that is the only cranberry sauce I will eat. And David wants to know, do you prefer the white or the dark meat of the turkey? I'm a white meat girl, white meat girl for everything. Now the dark meat's delicious, but I, I do prefer the white meat, the breast, turkey breast just want to add that I saw the coolest stadium giveaway I've ever seen, maybe. Oh, turkeys? No, so the day, the night before Thanksgiving, the Detroit Red Wings are giving away a gravy boat <gasps> in the shape of a Zamboni. Oh, come on. And it looks like a Zamboni on the outside. I need it, that. Gravy. It's amazing. That sounds amazing. Alright, so we'll go here since we just mentioned Chicago. This one comes from Mark. He says, I'm a relatively new fan of the show. I Ooh. listen out of Chicago and nice. overnights. He used to listen to Les Grobstein, rest in peace, who passed away. Mm -hmm. And he says, you fill a void and I'm a night owl. And he goes, I'm curious, have you always been a night owl? Always, always. I suck at mornings. And even if mornings is 2 o'clock in the afternoon, which is... You know, it's still a morning for me. I stink at them. I do not wake up quickly, except on Saturdays. Don't ask me why. It's the only morning I wake up. I wake up, I go hard for about five, six hours, and then I'm pooped. Uh, but I've always been a night owl, which is why I love this time slot. Um, I know it's extreme, but, you know, I'm I, if given my regular body clock, 
I would sleep until 10 every day and, and stay up until 2 a.m. That's that's what I would do if I could. I can't, obviously. Not even on weekends because I've got pets who wake me up before 7. But, yeah, I've always been a night owl. I do my best work at night. I thrive at night. I'm more awake at night, though you wouldn't know sometimes by listening to the show. Paul wants to know, when you're training for a race, how many miles do you usually run while leading up to the race? Well, I, I gradually extend my run. So I, my base run is about five and a half, six miles, which I just did earlier this week. It was my first run since the Hurricane Ophelia half marathon. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I do. My base run is about five and a half to six miles. And I felt real good this week. It was in the 40s. It was gorgeous weather. Uh, and then I build my way up. So I'll do a shorter run during the week when I'm training, training, like six weeks out. And then... I'll start with an hour. Then I'll go an hour 15 on the weekends. Then the following Saturday, I'll go 90 minutes. Then I'll go two hours. And uh, usually that gets me right to race day. I think the next time I train, I'm going to do a two-hour and 15-minute run, which is about the 11 and a half miles, 11 and a half to 12 miles. I would collapse. Yeah, well, that's why you have to build up to it. You can't <laughs> just start there. And I cross-train. I bike. Uh, I also I also lift weights. I do yoga. So I don't, And I hike. I don't just run. This one's unique. It comes from Crazy Granny. She wants to know, where do you get your shoes? Well, that's a great question. Uh, I do a, a couple different places. I get a bunch of shoes at Kohl's, my fancier shoes. Uh, and I also uh, get my my running sneaks or my walking sneaks. I do Asics Gel. I get them there usually, too, or sometimes on Amazon. Uh, I do have some, like, shoes with uh, more comfortable bottoms i should say dr shoals has some really good shoes actually they don't just do inserts they do shoes well she also so like sandals adds, yeah, she adds um do you prefer heels or flats well i prefer heels but i also wear flats just because they're more comfortable at work i don't generally wear heels to work at night because i'm walking the whole time i am wearing heels with the wedding dress and I'm excited. They're a really comfy pair that I wore for the Gracies going back to that L.A. award show I did in 2000. Gosh, was it 15, 16? I wore them for eight hours and my feet never hurt. So th those are the wedding shoes. That's how you know, right? <laughs> they are silver and sparkly. Ooh. Oh, they're gorgeous. <laughs> this comes from Gary, which you teased earlier. He wants to know, how do you drink your coffee? <gasps> Thank you for asking. Well, so here's how I drink my coffee. I only drink cold coffee, mostly cold brew now because it's more concentrated. So I combine sometimes two different cold brews. If there's a flavored one, I, I have a cold brew maker. And right now I have a chocolate peanut butter flavor. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's light. It's not real heavy. Then I add either almond milk or oat milk, about a cup or so. Sometimes, a, you know, a half a cup, depending upon uh, if it's oat milk, it's a little less. Then I throw in a, a tablespoon of half and half. I know it's very complicated. Then my new ingredient must have cinnamon. Have you tried cinnamon Whoa. on top of coffee? It's phenomenal. And I know a lot of the foo-foo, like Starbucks and other coffee cafes, they'll do it. But apparently it increases your metabolism. And I love cinnamon. And so my new ingredient is cinnamon in my coffee. And it is delicious and delightful and I highly recommend. Wow, I never even thought to oh, try that. Me neither, and it's so good. I love cinnamon. I put it in my fruit smoothies. I put it on my oatmeal, but I never thought to do it in coffee. Now I won't drink coffee without it. I've become a cinnamon coffee snob. I'm gonna give it a shot. That sounds good. Yes. Where is your coffee mug, by the way? I haven't seen it in weeks. Yeah, it hasn't. I haven't drank much coffee lately. Did you say drinking? I did. Huh, <laughs> but maybe you need some more coffee. Maybe I do need more coffee. Uh, let's go here. Mike, another Mike, wants to know, what is the worst weather to be caught in the middle of? 
I mean, I would say a flood is the worst weather to be caught in. I love snow. I'm a I'm a New Hampshire girl. I'm a, I love winter, so snow does not bother me. If you know how to drive in it, my mom made me learn before I got my license at 16 years old. If you have an all-wheel drive and, and you know how to drive in snow, it's not that scary. But flooding is tough because the water, when there's no place to go and it just piles up and people get crazy and they try to drive through it. Plus, floodwaters can, they can wipe you away. I mean, they can. Running water is powerful, so I'd rather have snow over a flood or a tropical storm any day. Last one before rapid fire. This is Mark. I don't know if he's asking or telling. Is The Empire Strikes Back the best chapter of the Star Wars franchise? Uh, You're going to hate me. People are going to hate me. I'm alone on my island. I love Empire Strikes Back, but I am a Return of the Jedi girl. I say that's the best in the entire franchise is Return of the Jedi. Sorry. People hate me. I've got friends who get so mad at me when I say that. All right. I got to get this one in. Ronald wants to know, have you given Bob's car a Star Wars name yet? I haven't, but I have suggested some. He, he at this point, will not allow me to name his truck. But oh. I, I think we need to name it Skywalker. Ooh, I, mean, I, I think like we, that. I think we do need to. Chewbacca? <laughs> no, that, Chewbacca is my fantasy football name. Okay. Uh, let's end some rapid fire. Land or air? Land. Air or sea? Sea. Surfing or snowboarding? I don't do either, but I do water skiing, which I love. Charades or Pictionary? Charades. Monopoly or life? Life. Outer space or underwater? Oh, gosh. Neither one of those. I guess underwater because I can resurface. High school musical or glee? Neither. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.